for generating happiness. In the waking and dream state, we have various means to generate happiness. In the deep sleep state, there is nothing there to generate the happiness and therefore the, the happiness that is experienced there is ungenerated or uncreated happiness. And so it was explained how a person who is tired or exhausted or fatigued as a result of various activities performed during the day, he then, as we said, goes to, he first of all prepares the bed and lies down in the bed. And that time also feels happy because the comfort of the bed and the cushion, etc., removes an obstacle in terms of the, in terms of the exhaustion or the fatigue. And so he becomes free from the fatigue. And that's the reason why in the beginning, even when he's awake, he does experience a certain degree of happiness. That is because that fatigue, etc., which was obstacle to his experiencing comfort, are gone on account of lying down in the bed comfortably. And that is what we call Vishayasukha, or the happiness coming from an object, meaning that is the happiness that comes from a comfortable situation. So we say that when the obstacle in the form of fatigue or pain or exhaustion or whatever it is that makes men happy, when those obstacles go away, then the mind becomes composed, mind becomes quiet or tranquil. And that is the happiness that I normally experience during the waking state. So that tranquility is a state of mind. And that tranquil or the placid state of mind, the ananda or the happiness, which is the nature of the self, gets reflected. And therefore, I am experiencing what we call the reflected happiness. This is called Vishaya Ananda, or the happiness coming from sense objects. <clears throat> and that's nice. But there also you feel a certain lack. You still feel that something is lacking. So even when he's lying down on the bed, experiencing that happiness coming from the object, namely the softness of the bed, etc., then also he feels that something is lacking because in that experience also, that tripudi or the triad of the experiencer, the experience, and experiencing that remains. And that also is a kind of a burden. So he is desirous of becoming free even from that burden. And therefore to say in the verse 45, Tatsramasyanupatyartham jivodhavet paratmani tenaikyam prapitatratyaha brahmananda swayambhavet. Tatsramasyanupatyartham even to become free from that little load or burden that there is in terms of the duality of the experiencer, the experienced, etc. Some sharma, some exertion is there even in gaining that experience. Apanutyartham, <clears throat> in order to remove even that little burden. Jeevo dhavet paratmani. This jivaha, the soul, the individual soul, paratmani dhavet. He quickly runs towards Paramatma, he quickly runs towards his own self, which is what he experiences in deep sleep state. So in deep sleep state, what one experiences is one's own self, which is the same as Brahma, which is the same as Paramatma. And therefore you may say that he is rushing towards that Paramatma, rushing towards the self. Then Aikyam Prapya, having thus attained the state of deep sleep, 
then he attains oneness or identification with Brahma, with his own self. Satasomya tadasampanno bhavati, as Chandogya Upanishad says, in a deeply state, one becomes identified or one becomes one with or one gets merged into Sat or Brahma. Svamapi tatratkya tasyam susupta ustitaha brahmanando bhavet. He gets totally merged in the Ananda. So understand that Ananda is not a state of mind. Ananda is the nature of the self. The happiness that we experience from objects is a state of mind. Where that state of mind being, being classic, there the Ananda that the self gets reflected and so generally we experience the reflected happiness. But in the deep sleep, we experience the Ananda which is the self or Brahman. <coughs> And just as one gets totally immersed into or immersed in a lake, and so also the jiva or the individual soul gets immersed into the lake of ananda or happiness in deep sleep state. So all of these reasons or arguments are provided here to show how one experiences ananda or happiness in the state of deep sleep. And now in following verses, the same conclusion now is uh, supported by quotations from Upanishads. <coughs> so Upanishads also explain the experience of deep sleep, showing how one experiencing an one experiences ananda or happiness in deep sleep. Asmin upapadade saushukte anande shakunyadeo bahodustandaha shruptitaha vidyandeityaha. In the next verse, the verse 46, the author says, there are many dhrishtanda, there are many illustrations. Where? In the Shruti, in the Upanishad. What do they do? Shakunyadeo bahodhrishtantaha. Many illustrations, falcon, eagle, etc. To show saushukte anande, to show that there is an experience of ananda or total happiness in sushupti, in the deep sleep state, which has been shown by reasoning in so many verses, is now being supported by quotation from Shruti. As we said, Shruti, Yukti and Anubhava. So by Yukti, by reasoning, in the last verses it was shown how there is Ananda in the deep sleep, and now by the Shruti, it is the same thing is being very, is supported. <coughs> Says the verse 46, Drustanta Shakunishyenah Drustanta Shakunishyenah Kumarascha Mahanrupah Kumarascha Mahanrupah Mahabrahmana Ityete Mahabrahmana Ityete Suptyanande Shruti Ritaha Suptyanande Shruti Ritaha Trustantaha, Shakunihi, Shenaha, Kumarascha, Mahanrupaha, Mahabrahmanaha. There are five Drustanta, five illustrations. Shakunihi is a kind of a bird. They translated as falcon. Shenaha, another kind of a bird. Translated as eagle. Kumaraha, an infant. Mahanrupaha, a great sovereign. Mahabrahmanaha, a wise, a wise man. 
So these five illustrations are given in the Upanishads. Suptyanande Shruti Iditaha. These illustrations are given in the Upanishads in order to demonstrate, in order to convey that there is ananda or happiness in the deep sleep state. Shakunyadevihi Panchavihi Dhrishtandehi Suptau Ananda Upapadane Ananda Upapadane Tattasukam Nastiti Matam Nirakratam Since by so many illustrations the Shruti of the Upanishad directly says that there is experience of ananda in a deep sleep. Therefore, the question was, how do you say that there is ananda or happiness in the deep sleep state? This is a question. And these verses were all in answer to that question. Since it has been shown by reasoning, as well as Shruti or Upanishads very clearly say, therefore, your contention that there is no happiness in deep sleep is refuted. <coughs> now, these illustrations are being explained by the author in the subsequent verses. Sutrena Prabhadha Disham Disham Paditva Anyatra Ayatanam Alabdha Mandanam Evopasraya Chandogya Upanishad gives this illustration explaining the deep sleep. So Yatha Shakunihi This Shakuni just as a falcon Sutrena Prabhadha Sometimes this falcon, this bird may be tied by a thread. So sometimes you tie a bird with a thread. Either you, the bird is a pet bird and therefore it is tied. Sometimes you tie it on your own, with your own, with your own hand. Or the, the, the thread will be tied to a, a post or something like that, you know. And so the bird has a certain limited amount of freedom to fly about, but not run away. So yatha sakunihi sutrena prabaddha. Just as a falcon which has been very well tied with sutra or with a thread. Disham disham paditva. He wants to be free. Or he wants some food and therefore he goes in different directions. Anyatra ayatanam alabdha. Or he wants to be free or he is seeking a resting place. And therefore he goes in various directions, flies in different directions. Anyatra ayatanam alabdha. But not finding any resting place anywhere. Mandhanam evopasraite. How he comes back to where he is tied. If he is tied with my hand, he comes back and sits in my hand. If he is tied with a pillar or a post, he comes and sits there. Evam eva khalu saumya tan manaha disham disham patitva. So that is the example. Falcon is an example. And what is illustrated is this human mind, meaning the human being. Mind meaning the I, the self, identified as the mind, this jiva. Disham <coughs> patitva. This jiva also flies or runs in various directions. Anyatra ayatana malabdhva. What is meant is this jiva, the individual self, he runs around in many ways, in many directions, in the waking state and a dream state. Seeking happiness, seeking <coughs> seeking a resting place. Anyatra ayatana malabdha. But not finding a resting place either in the waking or the dream states. Prana meo This fellow comes back to prana. 
meaning comes back to the self or comes back to Brahma. Where in the deep sleep state? Pranabandhanam hi Just as that falcon is tied, what is being taught in Sandogya Upanishad, by Sage Uddhālaka to his disciple or son Svetaketu, is that just as the shakuni or a falcon is tied to that force, and, and therefore he comes back again and again, and so to the mind of this jiva is tied to Brahma, and that's the reason why again and again he comes back. So waking state he runs away into the world. The dream state also he runs away into his own created world. But ultimately in deep sleep state he comes back to his own self. He comes back to Brahman as though he is tied. So that illustration of falcon is a beautiful illustration to show how falcon is always tied to that force. And there similarly also how the jiva is tied to Brahman which is where he comes back in a state of deep sleep. Meaning that jiva is not different from Brahman. In fact, this illustration shows how jiva is Brahma. Just as the river runs towards the ocean, and similarly also the jiva runs towards his own self in the deep sleep state and becomes one with it. Pranamandanam hi somya manaha. And thus sage Uddhālaga explains, hey somya, hey priyadarshana, or looking at, I mean, you know, to his disciple, his son, that pranamandanam manaha. Manaha means the mind, meaning the jiva. He is always tied to prana, he is always tied to brahma, meaning he is, the brahman is the true nature of jiva. That's the reason why he always comes back. So like that, uh, like what was the story in the Bible, like the, uh, the son, you know, what? like the prodigal son, right. How he comes back and so also this, this, this jiva. He runs away, all right, in the waking state, you know, goes in the world and all kinds of explorations. Dream state also, again a deep sleep state, he comes back. This is the, the example in Chandogya Upanishad to say that in the deep sleep state he experiences oneness with Brahman, which is of the nature of Ananda. <coughs> and this, the stand of this illustration is explained by the author in the following two verses. Idyasya drishtam dhashtamdika prathipadana parasya. Thus, this Chandogya, this statement for Chandogya Upanishad, gives both drishtam the illustration and dhashtam the, what is illustrated, namely the jiva. Sangasyartham sangshepena dhashari sloka dvayana. The meaning of that statement of Chandogya Upanishad is briefly explained in the next two verses. The verse 47 says, <coughs> Shakuni Sutra Baddhasan Shakuni Sutra Baddhasan Dikshuvya Pratya Vishramam Dikshuvya Pratya Vishramam Alabdha Bandhanasthanam Alabdha Bandhanasthanam Hastastam Bhadipashrayer Hastastam Bhadipashrayer Shakunihi Sutra Baddha Sun. Shakunihi a falcon. Sutra Baddha Sun being tied to Sutra or a thread. Dikshu, Dikshu means in various directions. Dik, Dikshu. Hastado Kwachit Adhara Sutra and Baddha Shakunihi Pakshi. Just as a falcon which is tied with the hand with a thread. 
ఆహారాదిగ్రహణాయ దిక్షు ప్రాచ్యాదిషు వ్యాపారం కృత్వా ఇన్ ఆర్డర్ టు గెట్ ఇస్ ఫుడ్ హిమ రన్ అరౌండ్ ఇన్ వేరియస్ డైరెక్షన్స్ అదే ఈస్ట్ అండ్ వెస్ట్ అండ్ వాట్ నాట్ వ్యాపారం కృత్వా ఇన్ ఫ్లైంగ్ ఇన్ దోస్ వేరియస్ డైరెక్షన్స్ ఫోర్ సేక్ ఆఫ్ ఫుడ్ ఎట్సెట్రా దెన్ హీ హీ డస్ హీ రన్స్ అరౌండ్ హీ ఫ్లైస్ అర అబౌట్ సర్చింగ్ ఫర్ ద ఫుడ్ అండ్ దస్ అండ్ దోస్ అ లాట్ ఆఫ్ ఎఫర్ట్ ఆర్ ఎగ్జర్షన్ and ultimately gets tired ultimately after flying also this bird gets tired and then wants a resting place tatra vishramam vishram means resting place vishram mere asmin din vishram aadharah tamarabha so not finding a resting place where one can get rest is called vishram a resting place bandhana sthanam hastadikam eva yathashrayet just as the bird comes back to either hand or hastastambha stambha means a post wherever it is tied how the bird comes back this is called tristanta or illustration and the verse 48 explains darstanta or what is illustrated by that so rope and snake is an illustration and the jiva and atma is the illustrated similarly here also <coughs> the verse 48 tells us the the darstanta darstanta జీవోపాధి మనస్తద్వత జీవోపాధి మనస్తద్వత ధర్మాధర్మఫలాప్తయే ధర్మాధర్మఫలాప్తయే స్వప్నే జాగ్రతి చ భ్రాంత్వా స్వప్నే జాగ్రతి చ భ్రాంత్వా క్షీణే కర్మణి లీయతే క్షీణే కర్మణి లీయతే జీవోపాధి మన తద్వత సేమ్ మేనర్ ది మన మైండ్ విచ్ ఇస్ జీవోపాధి విచ్ ఇస్ ఉపాధి సో బాడీ ఇస్ కాల్ ఉపాధి ఆఫ్ ద సెల్ఫ్ మైండ్ ఆల్సో ఇస్ కాల్ ఉపాధి ఉపాధి మీన్స్ దాట్ విచ్ యాక్చువల్లీ లిమిట్స్ సో ది క్లాసికల్ ఎగ్జాంపుల్ ఉపాధి ఇస్ వెన్ యూ హర్ క్రిస్టల్ లైక్ దిస్ అండ్ వెన్ యూ ప్లేస్ అ యెలో ఫ్లవర్ యూనో బిఫోర్ ద క్రిస్టల్ దెన్ హౌ ద క్రిస్టల్ ఆల్సో అపియర్స్ టు బి యెలో so when this gets reflected then the yellow gets reflected or does it get reflected i don't know how does it get reflected ah this this is the way right <laughs> that's what it will ultimately now you can see the yellow so how the crystal also appears yellow you know oh this okay that's the way isn't it right so even though crystal itself is clear colorless and pure how it appears yellow why is it so it appears yellow because of the flower even the flower is not connected to the crystal and crystal has no connection no no relation with the yellow color at all and still the flower as though imparts its color upon the crystal and as though makes the crystal yellow how can how can crystal become yellow swami ji you say crystal is colorless crystal is without any color is pure how can it become yellow who says it has become yellow it appears to be yellow you see if crystal become yellow then of course we are obliged to answer that question how can it become yellow the one that is color how can it attain, attain color it is not that it becomes yellow it appears to be yellow and so also jeev atma the self is like crystal is clear pure 
and without any limitation, without any attributes. But mind is comparable to flower, and mind that is in the proximity to the self seems to impart its limitations and qualifications upon the self, and therefore the self appears to be qualified. It is not the self becomes qualified or limited, but appears to be qualified or limited. And so the mind is naturally limited in every way, and therefore the self, the jiva also takes himself to be limited. <coughs> so this is jivopadi manaha, this mind that is jivopadi. So mind is an upadi. Upadi means what? Upa means close or in proximity. Adha, upa meaning so samibhavartini vastuni, the vastu is the thing that obtains nearby. Svakiyam dharmam adhathati, that which imparts its own dharma, its own characteristics is, is called upadhi. And here also the body and the mind enjoying a close proximity with the self as though superimpose or impart their limitations upon the Atma, and therefore I feel that the self is limited. So it is not the self becomes limited, or qualified, or with attributes, but it appears as though it has attributes, or qualifications, or limitations. Of course, next question, but Swamiji, that means mind is different from the self? Now, again, there is a limitation to this illustration that in this illustration the flower and the crystal are separate entities. But that is not the case with reference to the mind and the self. The self and the mind are not different. Mind also is nothing but self-appearance, appearance of the self as mind. So the upadi also is the self and the upahita also is the self. And the anupahita also is the self. Meaning, attributes are also self. Self appearing as attributes. And in self, is without the attributes. And so the appearance of the attributes as though imposes its limitation upon the self and the self appears as though with attributes. <coughs> but anyway, jivopadi manah tadvat dharma dharma phalapte Just as the bird is running around in various directions searching for food and so also is jiva the individual self. Also runs around in various directions mainly the dream and the waking state etc. Dharma dharma phalapte, rasa jivopadi budam manobi, punya punya phalayoho, sukhadukhayoho anuhavaya. Why do I, why am I born? And why do I go through various experiences? In order to experience the results of my past actions, of the nature of my virtue and the vice. So virtuous actions create the experience of happiness, and vicious actions that I may have performed create the experience of unhappiness unhappiness, sukha dukkha yoho anubhavaya, in order to experience sukha and dukkha or happiness and unhappiness, svapna jagrat avasya yoho tatra tatra bhantva, and thus wandering in the state of waking and the dream states, he wanders in various ways, goes from one place to the other, one situation to the other, one achievement to the other, the man wanders, the jiva wanders, for what? Seeking a resting place. What is the resting place? The resting place is ānanda. Resting place is total happiness or freedom. That is the resting place. And thus this jīva, the individual soul, is searching for his resting place. 
which will be ananda, it will be fullness or happiness or, or freedom and not finding it. If you found that you would not go to deep sleep state. <coughs> not finding it, he runs towards the deep sleep state. Bhoga karmani kshinesati. And how come the sleep only comes at a given time? I, why not I immediately go to sleep? He says, well, as long as those karmas are there, I am awake or I am going through the waking experiences because of certain karma or certain actions. Or I go through the dream state also because, experience of dream state also because of corresponding karma. And when those karma or actions are exhausted, then the deep sleep state comes. Bhoga pradaya karmani kshinesadi so upadana agnyana viriyate. And the mind gets merged into its own material cause, meaning the ignorance, and the jiva gets merged into Brahma, which is its own nature. Tallayecha tat upahito jiva paramatma evabhavadityardha. And so, it is upadhi called the mind. It is the identification of upadhi, namely mind and the body. That creates an apparent separation between jiva and Brahma. I feel that I am separate from Brahman, I am separate from God. And what really creates the distance? Even though Brahma is my own nature, my own self, and still I feel a separation. Why is it so? That is the identification with the Zupadi, the body and the mind. And that identification makes me, experience, I mean, you know, creates in me a sense of smallness or limitation. And therefore, I feel that I am separate from Brahman. And what happens in deep sleep state is that that identification is given up. And therefore now the apparent distance also is no more there. And therefore one experiences a oneness in Brahma in the state of deep sleep. Tallaycha tat upahito jivaha paramatmayo So mind can be said to merge into its material cause limit ignorance. And the jiva then merges into its true state in the Paramatma or Brahma. <coughs> so this is how the illustration of the Shakuni or Falcon is explained in the two verses. Now the author takes an illustration, a statement from Bruhadaranika Upanishad, which is very similar. Idanim Shenadustanta Prapancha Parasya says Bruhadaranika Upanishad so just as in the space. Now in Chandogya Upanishad that bird was, bird was tied that way. Here we are saying, now this, this, this eagle or any bird like that, Shenova Supernova. Shena is a kind of bird, like eagle, a heavy, big bird. Supernova is a small little bird, okay. So this bird, Viparipatya, so he flies in all various directions in the, in the space. Shrantaha, then he gets tired at the end. Samrutti Pakshav, then he spreads his wings. 
Swa alayayayeva dhriyate. And then he ultimately runs towards his own alaya, meaning he runs towards his own nest. This bird flying all around the space, then ultimately gets tired, spreads its wing, and then, you know, uh, repairs to his own, its own knee, uh, I mean its own nest. Eva in the same manner, ayam purusaha, this person, meaning this jiva also, he runs around again in the space, meaning in the waking in the dream states, and gets tired, etasmai ananda dhavati. He runs towards this ananda, he runs towards this happiness, which is the deep sleep state. Where does he run? Yatra supto na kanchana kamam kamayate na kanchana supnam pashyade. So this jiva runs to the state where supta, having been asleep, na kanchana kamam kamayate. He does not entertain any desires. Na kanchana supnam pashyade. He does not see any dreams. Because he's tired. Na kanchana kamam kamayate. All various desires are experienced in the waking state. And he entertains desires and exerts and fulfills them and gets tired. Then he goes to dream state. And there also he sees various dreams. And there also experiences the same kind of pleasure and pain. Again gets tired there also. And therefore ultimately goes to his own nest, which is the deep sleep state. <coughs> so understand that even entertaining and fulfilling desires is a burden. And even projecting dreams and experiencing those pleasure and pain is also a burden. And that's the reason why the jiva, the soul, wants to become free from those burdens. And that's why he goes to the, what we call the deep sleep state. This statement of Bhradharanika Upanishad is briefly explained in the verse 49. <coughs> totally Preoccupied with the idea of his nest. Vegena Saitum Rajev. How he runs, he flies fast towards his nest in order to get rest, Saitum Rajev. Now he's tired, he wants rest and therefore he goes, so he goes to his nest. Yasa Akashe Sarvataha Prasaran Shenahaitan Nama Pakshi. Gagane Sancharanamitasrama Pariharaya Saitum Shenam Gartum. So just as this bird called the Siena or the eagle, Akashe Sarvataha Prasaran, running around all, flying all around in the space, Gagane Pariharaya, and thus naturally gets tired on account of flying, and thus in order to relieve himself of the exertion, Shaitam Shainam Kartum, now he wants to rest, he wants to sleep or rest, Nidai Kalampataha, 
Kulaika Vilasavan. The only then thought that is left in his mind is nothing but the nest. When the night time, evening time comes, and then the only thought that is there in the mind of this bird is just to run or rush towards its, its nest so that it can get rest there. And similarly also, Tatha, Svabhilasavan Vrajeta Shigram Gacheta, and therefore he rushes fast towards his nest. Tadvadeva Jeevaha, similarly also is Jeevaha, having run around in the waking and the dream stage, and having, and having undergone variety of exertions, and therefore he is tired or exhausted. Mana Upadika Chidabhasopi, who is called the one identified in the mind or reflected in the mind, Chidabhasa Jeeva, Brahmanandaika Abhilashavan. So the only desire then that remains, having gone through the experience of waking, and also having gone through the experience of the dream state, and having held that burden for a long time, and therefore being tired or exhausted, the only thing that remains in the mind of this bird is what? Is now to go to sleep. Why? Brahmanandaika Abhilashavan. Because he experiences Brahmananda, the Ananda of Brahma in that state. Swapaya Shigram Gachet. And therefore, he run, it, we don't even know when you fall asleep, you know. So once you go to bed, it may take a few minutes, that's all. Depends. But then, you don't even know when, because hastily, you rush towards the state of deep sleep. Swami, that doesn't happen to me. Well, all right. Maybe. So, uh, that, that may be some, some, some periods of time in our life and perhaps that kind of thing, because of some anxieties of what it is. But generally speaking, a person rushes towards the experience of deep sleep. Swapaya, shigram gacche. With all these jet lags and stuff like that, really disturbs, you know, your sleep schedule very much. Flying from one day from India to the United States and all of a sudden the biological clock takes its own time to get adjusted and you wake up at all kinds of all hour, odd hours at night, you know, one o'clock and one thirty. Still at least once I wake up in the morning, fortunately there's no difficulty in falling back to sleep, you know. So wake up at about two o'clock or something. Look at the clock, two o'clock, oh wonderful, you know. So happily you go back to sleep because you still have a few hours left, you know. But anyway, the idea is that how eager you are again to fall asleep. <coughs> And that alarm clock is the most unpopular thing, you know. The last thing that you want is the alarm, and then they, and these fellows make alarms such that they will wake you up anyway. There are some experts in deep sleep that they don't even listen to alarm, you know. The whole family wakes up, you know. Sometimes it happens that this fellow has set an alarm clock in the morning at six o'clock, and the alarm rings, everybody in the house wakes up. This fellow doesn't wake up. But not these American clocks. They have some kind of, some funny sound, some kind of vibration is there, which seems to penetrate, you know. Even a little clock, you know. But in such a manner it does that, it wakes you up anyway. I guess they must have studied, and they must have found out what kind of a vibration or sound it is that will anyway wake you up. Anyway, so you don't, he is going to discuss that. How one doesn't like that? how one is reluctant to come out of that experience of deep sleep state, or one is so eager to get into the experience of deep sleep state. 
And that's how Brahmadarnika Upanishad explains the experience of deep sleep state with reference to the illustration of a Shena or an eagle. Then elsewhere, same Brahmadarnika Upanishad gives other illustrations. Sayasa Kumarova, Maharajova, Mahabrahmanova, Atigrim, Anandastigatva, Saita, Evameva Esha, Etachede, Iti, Kumaraja Dustam, the threat Pradeshanaparam, says the Brahadarnika Upanishad, Sayasa, Sahay Dustam, the highest threat, the devastation, Yatha, Kumara, an infant. So again, in our now, the experience of deep sleep has to, com- to be compared with the experiences that we gain in the waking state also. To get an idea of what it is that one experiences in deep sleep state, the Upanishad gives us illustrations, common illustrations in the waking state. Sayasa Kumaraha, like an infant. Maharajaha, like a great sovereign, you know, one who is, who is a ruler or master of the whole earth. Or a great kingdom, let us say. Unrivaled kingdom, one who enjoys. Mahabrahmanova, or one Brahmana, I mean Brahma Janadi Brahmana, the Brahma Veta, or there may be a wise man, nor Brahman. Anandasya Atigrim Gatva, Atigrim, Atishayan Dukkam Hanti, Atigrim. Avasta. So, anandasya avastham gatva, attaining the state of ananda or the total happiness. Saita, how the rest? Evameva, evam esaha etachete. Similarly also, this jiva goes to the deep sleep and gains a similar kind of an experience at this three experience in a waking state. Iti kumara pravasanam. Balaki Brahmana Gatam Gatavakyam. So, from a particular section of Prasadarnika Upanishad, this illustration, illustration is taken. And that illustration is explained in the next three verses. So, verse 50 explains the illustration of an infant. Atibalastanam Pitva, Atibalastanam Pitva. Mrudusaya gato hasan, Mrudusaya gato hasan, Ragadveshadhyanutpatte, Ragadveshadhyanutpatte, Anandaikasvabhavabhag, Anandaikasvabhavabhag. Atibala, a very small child, meaning an infant. Yathas tanandaha. One who actually feeds on the breast of the mother, this infant. Shishuhu agalam stanam payaitva. So this infant, having now fed on the breast of the mother, Vrudu then the mother places him in a little crib. Vrudu for the child, there is a very soft bed. Vrudu Mrudutvadi gunayogini talpe shaitaha. One who is made to lie down now in a, in a very soft bed. So the child is now lying on its back, having fed very well, and then is lying on its back, and is what? Happy. Svakiyadi jnana sunyatvena ragadrahitasan. 
So illustration of an infant is the illustration of one who is totally free from any worries, anxieties or likes and dislikes, any hatred, any fear, any animosity. In short, the mind of the child, infant, is not at all polluted or contaminated and therefore it is a mind, uncontaminated, unpolluted mind and therefore he experiences what we call the happiness. The mind is sattvic. When there is ragaha or attachment, the mind becomes rajas. When there is dvesha or aversion, then the mind becomes tamas. So raga means rajoguna and dvesha means tamoguna. So when the raga dveshas are there, one's mind is is uh, overwhelmed by, or one's mind is predominant in raga and dvesha, rajas and tamas. When Raghadveshas are not there, when Rajasthamas are not there, the mind is what? Sattvic. So the ch- this infant doesn't have any likes and dislikes. Even if a thief comes, he will laugh at him, you know, suppose. Because the child doesn't know. And suppose an enemy comes, suppose you, you know, you perhaps look at it or you stare at it or even perhaps become angry at it, he will laugh. Because he doesn't know what it is, you know, therefore... His advice is us that don't try to, don't waste your time in making friendship or making enmity with your friend and enemy, etc. But the child doesn't have that problem at all. Enemy also is the same, friend also is the same, father also is the same, mother also, everything is the same. Unless the thing is hungry, then it is not the same. That's the why he said, when he is fed, well fed, and now it is lying down, and therefore, without any worries, living in that, there is no memory at all, there is no, nothing on the mind, it's amazing. But the mind also is not developed very much, but whatever the mind has developed, there is no contamination or no pollution at all there. Sukha Murtiheva So this illustration is given here to, for us to try to comprehend what is the nature of that happiness, unobstructed happiness. So we rarely experience that happiness because in our happiness some apprehension and some unhappiness or something is always mixed up. So I like the cake all right, but a little too sweet. I like the cake all right, but Swamiji, there are carrots, I can't eat them. I like the cake all right, but there is chocolate. Well, I don't eat that. You know, thumb something out there. I love the cake, but I, I don't take I don't eat sugar. What will you do? The thing is, that even while we are enjoying these things, or suppose I break my rule and suppose eat that cake, then also while eating, I am enjoying the cake, but there is a sense of guilt that look, I am doing something which I should not have been doing. And therefore, the happiness that we generally experience is always mixed with some kind of an unhappiness. As a year is given the illustration of infant, where such consciousness is not yet developed, no sense of guilt, etc. is developed, and therefore he experiences a happiness, which is uncontaminated happiness. And the second illustration is that of a king and a sovereign. So this is verse 51. 
महाराज सार्वभौम महाराज सार्वभौम संतृप्त सर्वभोगत संतृप्त सर्वभोगत मानुषानंद सीमा मानुषानंद सीमा प्राप्यानंदकमूर्ति महाराज यथावाभौमो राजा महाराज सार्वभौम सार्वभौम मीन्स वन rules over the whole earth meaning one who is a sovereign one who is a, a sovereign and therefore a great emperor or a great king who rules over a vast stretch of land maharaja unrivaled and therefore the great king sa sarvabhogatah santruptah he has all the pleasures and all the happiness and all the means of happiness at his disposal He is an unrivaled king, and therefore there is nothing. Everything at his command, and therefore there is nothing, no desire of this king which is unfulfilled. So imagine a king. This is what the Itri Upanishad describes: Yuvasya sadhuva dhyayaka asistho drushtho balistha tasyam prasvi sarva vittasya purnasya sayeko manusha ananda. Imagine a young man, cultured, educated. strong and sensitive and having all the abilities to enjoy the objects of the world asistho drishtho balishtah he has the strength he has the ability he has the smartness he has the intelligence everything that you can imagine tasyam sarva prasvi tasyam prasvi sarva vittasya purnasyat and imagine that he is a king the whole earth is available to him full of all the wealth and everything else then what would be the extent of his happiness there is no obstacle to his happiness at all see the ordinary person is obstacle to happiness because many of his desires are not fulfilled or even when the desire is fulfilled i may not be capable enough to full experience you know suppose you give me all the cakes that i want but how many cakes can i eat i eat one or two pieces is too sweet for me how come you didn't eat the cake too many sweet on my plate and therefore how much can you eat and thus even our own capacity or ability also becomes lack of our or limited ability or capacity becomes an obstacle so unavailability object becomes an obstacle unfulfilled desires are the obstacle our own inability also to experience or enjoy what we have is an obstacle our mood of the mind also various obstacles are there so either the things are not there or when they are there then my mood or the sense organs are not capable therefore the example of a, a sovereign is given here who is no obstacle everything at his command everything is at his command and therefore whatever he wants is available to him and therefore manushananda simanam prapya sarvehi manushanandehi yuktatvat prasanyatva abhavena ragadirahitah whatever a human being can aspire for whatever a human being can think of all of that he has at his disposal and therefore 
There is nothing that now he desires. There is no desire that is not fulfilled. So his mind is not bothered by raga or desire. Raga, raga adirahitaha. Therefore the mind of such a king is what? Free from raga and dvesha. Not that, says, avishada buddhitvevi. Not that his mind is pure. But still, there is no raga and dvesha in his mind because there is no unfulfilled desire. There is nothing that he that is un, un, unattained or unacquired by him endeavor, there is total satisfaction in his mind because mind is not contaminated or polluted by any likes and dislikes. And therefore, this is another example where the mind is free from rajas and tamas. Therefore, mind is totally composed or at rest or totally composed. <coughs> so, just as a child also is embodiment of happiness. Infant, the kind of infant described. And so also this king or the sovereign also is what? Embodiment of happiness. So this embodiment of happiness, these examples are given. Then the verse 52 gives the third example. Mahavipro Brahma Vedi, Mahavipro Brahma Vedi, Lakshanam. Krutakrutyatva lakshanam vidyanandasya paramam vidyanandasya paramam kashtam prapyavatishtave kashtam prapyavatishtave Yasava mahavipra means Brahman. Mahavipra means Mahabrahmana. Brahmana means not only belonging to the Brahmin caste, but the one who is knower of Brahman. So he is called Mahabrahmana. Pratyek Abhinna Brahma Sakshat Karavan. So one who has a direct and immediate knowledge of the self, that is Brahma. And therefore, one who abides in knowledge of Brahma. Therefore, also no obstacles. So the obstacle that we have is what? Ignorance. And the ahankara, the eyeness, the mindness, the likes, the dislikes, fear, all these obstacles are there on account of the knowledge now. This man is free from those obstacles. And therefore, he abides in his own self, which is of the nature of Ananda. Krutakratyatvalakshanam vidyananda saparamam kastam prapya Aham krutakratyahitevam rupam vidyananda saparamam sivam jivan muktadam praptaha So what is the na- what is the kind of, what is the state of mind he has? Aham krutakratyaha I am totally fulfilled. Krutakritya means what? Krutam krutyam yenasaha krutakrityaha. Whatever is to be done in life has been done by him. Imagine, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to accomplish, is all accomplished. And what kind of a feeling would you have? You would have the feeling of total satisfaction. And that's the kind of feeling that the wise man has. There's nothing remains to be accomplished. Because all he has been seeking to accomplish in his life is his own self. And that he is God. He abides in his self. And therefore, he has the feeling of having accomplished whatever needs to be accomplished. Evam rupam vidyanandasya paramam simam. And thus he attains the very sima, the very limit of the ananda that comes from the, the knowledge. Jivan muktadam praptaha. And therefore, he has attained the state of what we call Jivan Muktada or the state of freedom while being alive. 
పరమానంద స్వరూప ఏమో ప్రతిష్టది పరమ ఆనంద అల్టిమేట్ ఆర్ ది మోస్ట్ ఎగ్జాల్టెడ్ హ్యాపీనెస్ లిమిట్లెస్ హ్యాపీనెస్ తథా సుప్తోపి ఆనంద ఆనంద రూప these three illustrations are given then there is just a question asked nanu ete kumaradaya traheva kimiti dushtandi krutaha hey how come you have given these three illustrations of an infant and of a king and of a wise man na anyeri how come you don't give other illustrations it asankya dushtandatra udahana tatparimaha ఉదాహృతా దుఃఖినో న సుఖాత్మకా దుఃఖినో న సుఖాత్మకాత్మతాన్లీ త్రీ కైండ్స్ ఆఫ్ పీపుల్ హూ ఆర్ నోన్ టు బి హ్యాపీ ఇన్ దిస్ వర్ల్డ్ అదర్ ఫెలోస్ ఆర్ నాట్ హ్యాపీ వన్ ఇస్ వాట్ ముగ్ధ ద ఫెలో హూ ఇస్ టోటలీ ఇస్ నో whose intellect is not developed at all you know a total fool like an infant we don't call him fool what we say is the one whose thinking is not at all developed moment he starts thinking a little bit then he starts fighting even with the other fellows you know but that is not it happened mugdha buddha of the person who is intelligent that king is an illustration who has got everything that he wants and ati buddha and the third is a wise man who is free from all the wants so king is the one whose all wants are fulfilled therefore he is no want and wise man is the one who is free from all the wants therefore he doesn't have a want and infant is the one who doesn't know what to want infant that all want is not developed the king all wants are satisfied therefore he is no want and the wise man is free from all the wants therefore also he is no want so these are three examples where the want or that ragadvesha is not there in the mind viveka shunya nam madde ati balah sukhi of those who have no viveka no discrimination at all the infant is the happiest among them all vivekeshu sarvabhaumah of the people who have the discrimination then the fellow is unhappy but then the king who has everything attained then he is illustration ati vivekeshu anandatma sakshatkaratva sakshatkarvaneva now the one who is wise the one who has realized or one who has known the self brahman is the very self so he is the illustration 
they say in the world only two kinds of people are happy. Those who are totally stupid, others are those who have transcended all the, the intellectual achievements. All fellows in between are going to be miserable, you know. And therefore, everybody who falls in between is going to be miserable. So, therefore, the in-between examples are not given here. These examples are those who transcended this ordinary misery, you know, or who have not entered there. Itareetu sarvada ragadi matva asukhinaha. Rest of all are what? Possessed of desires and ragadveshas and therefore they are not happy. It is not the standikrataha and therefore the other illustrations are not given. Only these three illustrations are given. So this is author's own commentary upon the statement of Brahadaranika Upanishad. By these illustrations, the state of deep sleep is sought to be explained here. Okay. Om Puranamadav Puranamidam Puranat Puranamudachyate Puranasya Puranamadaya Puranameva Vashishyate Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Vadarayanam Sutra Bhashya Krutavande <coughs> Ishvaro Guru Ratmedi Murti Veda Vibhagine Vyapta Dehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Bhyo